Welcome to the show. This is the PMDD podcast, and my name is Adriana Tanto. Before we jump into this amazing episode, I would just like to friendly remind everyone to please ensure that they subscribe or follow or whatever it is that you need to do to stay up to date with upcoming episodes on your listening platform. Also, please make sure that you give us a follow at the Instagram page at the underscore PMDD podcast. Now, Let's get into the disclaimer and the episode. I am warning listeners that there may be sensitive topics surrounding mental health and health procedures. The content here is for informational purposes only, and because each person is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. I am really looking forward to chatting with my next guest, Lexi. Thank you so much for coming onto the show. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. We connected on Facebook and we actually had a chat quite some time ago. So um, I think we've just been battling to try and find a time and with the overwhelm and everything, but we're finally here. So I'm so grateful. I would love to first start with where in the world are you? I am currently in Michigan, USA. Awesome. And may I ask how old you are? I am 24 years old. Oh, such a baby. (laughs) (laughs) And do you know what day in the cycle you are right now? I honestly do not um, because of treatments that I tried to do for my PMDD. I have currently been bleeding for about a month now. Whoa. Because my treatments have gone so wrong. (laughs) Wow. All right. Let's, let's, um, I, I'm, get, I'm going to guess that we're going to talk about that. Um, yes. in a little depth. <laughs> wow. Okay. Cause we would have connected oh, a couple of months ago now. So, yes. wow. So much has happened since our first initial conversation. Yes. Wow. Definitely. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. So clearly you are somebody that has been diagnosed with PMDD. Yes, I have. Do you have any other conditions? alongside Um, it honestly not that I've ever known of I'm pretty sure this is the only condition that I'm currently dealing with cool the reason why I ask is you know now I'm starting to realize that um you know some uh women and AFAB community out there some you know they've got PCOS or they've got ADHD and you know trying to battle two two things at once so we've got PMDD for certain okay so Please, I'd love for you to give us some insight on your journey with PMDD. Oh, yeah, I'd love to share. So my journey kind of started um, after I had gotten out of an abusive relationship. I had spent five years with a man who was emotionally, mentally and sexually abusive to me. And um, after I got out of that relationship, things went really, really well for a while, right? You know, like I was happy. I was, you know, moving forward with life. I had started doing therapy, started healing and everything was great until I started to realize there would just be random times where I would become so emotional and suicidal. And I started freaking out. It's like, okay, if I could survive being with that man, why am I suicidal? Because I dropped something, you know, like I was just like a total 180 one day I'd wake up and I would just be 
inconsolable and distraught. And it was, it just got worse and worse as the months went by. And I started to notice that I always felt better when I started bleeding. So I started tracking. I was like, okay, I'm feeling suicidal. Guess I'm going to be bleeding in three days. Like, and sure enough, I was always right. So finally, after it kept getting worse and worse, and I realized that, you know, this is really not normal. I really, this is not normal PMS. Nobody else seems to be suicidal before their period. Why am I? Um, I finally went to a doctor and I explained the situation to her and she's like, oh, you have PMDD. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what is that? (laughs) And she's like, oh, it's basically PMS, but really worse. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And so Mm. what do we do about that then? Like, I really, I'm not feeling good. And honestly, that was like the main symptom I had whatsoever. I don't have too much pain associated with mine. I don't have too terribly much fatigue associated with mine. Mostly it comes to me in a very strong mental, emotional way. And so her response to that was, okay, well, we'll just put you on like Prozac or something and you'll be fine. Mm. Which a little background on me. I am a professional psychic. (laughs) I really did not want to end up on Prozac because that kind of, you know, deadens some of the chemicals in your brain and changes things around. And I really didn't want to lose my career over this. So um, my journey ended up going down the path of, okay, let's try birth control instead. I was like, okay, well, if my cycle is what's causing this, why don't we try to control my cycle? And they were like, yeah, we can give that a shot. And they put me on progesterone-based birth control for a while because I had my family has a history of a um, blood coagulation thing that they really recommend you not being on estrogen for. So just to keep me safe, they made sure that I was not on estrogen birth control. And I felt like I was cured and everything Mm -hmm. was perfect. And my world was amazing. And then it got worse. Mm. It turns out that having progesterone birth control made my estrogen levels ramp up even more, which instead of making my PMDD better, it made it exponentially worse. Oh, Oh, wow. So I am now currently trying to detox from my progesterone birth control. And so this is why I've been bleeding for a month. (laughs) And I don't know when it's going to uh, balance back out yet. Right. So can you give me some time frames on sort of, so when did you first discuss, so you're 24 now, when did yes. you first discover PMD? Like how, how long ago was this? It was about two years ago. Two I was years 22 ago. years old when I first approached my doctor about it. Okay. And so you've been, you were prescribed Prozac, but then decided to go on the pill. So you've been on the, you were on the pill for almost two years. Is that right? Yeah, I was on the pill for probably the first year and a quarter. And then because the pills were not working at all, it was getting really bad on the pills. I switched over to the progesterone shot, which was supposed to last like what it's supposed to be like three or four months in one shot. And it would only last about a month for me. Right. Okay. Before I would start cycling again on it. Got it. Okay. And so now what does this, what does this detox phase mean? So what, what, what have they got you on? Um, actually I stopped seeing my doctor <laughs> right? <laughs> because, because I was having problems on the shot. She became very convinced that I must not have PMDD and that I must be bipolar instead. 
um, which was very hurtful because I literally tracked everything for her. I had it all on paper and she's like, well, if the treatment I prescribed isn't working, then it must not be that. Mm. And, you know, instead of it being that, you know, the treatment just wasn't working for me, Mm. (laughs) it became that there must have been something else wrong with me. Um, So I stopped seeing that doctor. And so since then, I just have not taken any other forms of birth control. I went on a couple different varieties of herbal teas, such as um, dandelion leaf uh, tea and raspberry leaf tea and such like that to help kind of detox my system and rebalance my hormones. Um, I've been doing a lot of spiritual healing and balancing work to try to get me back on the right track. And uh, that's primarily been what I've been focusing on for this mm. detox period. Okay. And and so uh, once again, just going back to the time that you were on the pill. So you, so during that whole time, you felt no PMDD symptoms, like it essentially was working up until recently. Yeah, it was a, probably about the first four months on the pill, I was perfect. Um, and then after that, they switched me over to another brand of like uh-huh. the same type of pill, but it was a different brand and it didn't work for me at all. I got way worse in that time. So they found a way to get me back on the original brand that I was on and it did better, but I never fully recovered. And so it was kind of just after that, it was um, pretty much all the time after that was just trying to figure out, okay, what's our next step? Because this isn't working anymore. Mm, Okay. Okay. So over this time of, you know, having this realization with PMDD, who, who has been in your life? Who is around you? Who's your support system? Um, well, honestly, my PMDD, you know, the way it affected me, mental symptoms, I, whenever it would start to creep up, I like to just keep to myself. I would like crawl into a little hole and like cover myself with blankets and just hide away. Um, when I'm actually feeling good, you know, my family's a really good support system. I have a couple friends who understand what I'm going through and do their best to like, if they are talking to me when I'm having a PMDD breakdown, they try to talk me through it, talk me down and everything. And um, yeah, my, my support system is one that unfortunately I don't let them support me very much, (laughs) which is definitely a mistake. So anyone listening, like if you feel like this is something where, oh, I'm better off doing it alone. Nobody wants to deal with me. I can tell you based off the begging of my support system that no, they do want to help you. They wouldn't Mm -hmm. be offering if they didn't want to be there supporting you. Mm, Absolutely. My hand is on my heart because it's, oh, it, that they really do want to help. But when you're in this, when you're in this PMDD state, I remember with my, you know, with my previous partner, my my beautiful sister, they were really the only ones that knew. And some some friends as well. Friends didn't really come to the party, but my sister and my partner, they were just like, what can I do for you? How can I hold you in this space? And I was like, get away from me. (laughs) Just leave me alone. And, you know, every, every single person that I've spoken to already on the show has said exactly this. It's this, like, I just want to be left alone. Just leave me alone. So it's really important to have that communication and there's no read, there's nothing wrong. I still believe that we still need that space because how beautiful, I'm exactly the same. When I was going through (laughs) my moments, I would be like, I literally would go into my bedroom, 
get under the covers. I would dim the lights, no light and Netflix and chill or not even that. Just, just hide. Yeah. Hide and breathe. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Totally. Totally. So I would love to hear what you are doing at the moment in terms of, so you know, you're you're on a bit of a healing spiritual journey. Let's talk a little bit more of the practices that you're doing to um to obviously go through this detox time and what's been working for you. Yeah. So I think the main elements of my current um healing rituals that I've been doing is I've been doing an awful lot of womb focused light healing Mm. so what I do professionally is I'm actually um I team up with the angelic realm for a lot of things and we do light healing in people's bodies Mm. and so I just avoided doing it for myself for a long time because I don't know who I am as a person I'm not sure um but I figured you know I guess it's time that I finally let them help me and so we've been trying to do a lot of repair work around my womb um, I have discovered that a lot of the root causes of my PMDD are from energetic reasons. Obviously, everybody has different things in their lives that may be factors in what they're dealing with. Um, but my personal PMDD triggers and roots come from not just my abusive ex that I had in this life, but several past lives where I was in similar situations with similar men. Mm. And so my womb is just carrying a lot of pain, a lot of distrust, and it is very thrown off because I've repeated cycles of being with very, very bad people throughout my several lives. Um, So we both have been trying to focus on that, trying to clean away all the damage that's been done after several lifetimes of abuse and try to reawaken my womb and allow it to know that, hey, it's love, it's safe. And um, really infusing that light in so that it can begin functioning at its normal peak rate again. Mm, what a beautiful practice. It's um, it's it's obviously since coming into the PMDD world, this womb clearing, this womb embodiment um, practices are coming up for me a lot. That the, yeah. as in these these beautiful spiritual healers are coming into my my space and you know chatting about it. Whereas you know a couple of years ago, I'm like you're a bit woo-woo. I'm like, what are you talking about? This womb, you know, this womb clearing and everything. And it's quite, it's quite interesting that I haven't gone through a full ceremony or process, but I'm definitely, my eyes are open to it. I'm doing a very simple thing at the moment. I'd love to actually go dive deeper into what you sort of do, but I, I actually had my astrology chart read last Friday. Yeah. And um, and it's interesting, exactly I'm resonating with what you said is this past life, you know, that mm-hmm. there, there was there was this trauma that happened past lives. There's this trauma that happened through uh, my mom, you know, with my mom and then her yeah. um, with her mother as well. Um, and all the things, and I'm, you know, it's, it's, and I've got this inner knowing now that I think that you might resonate with is that we, we, well, for me, PMDD has come into my life to cut all of this, to heal all of these, you know, these past lives, um, these, these traumas and everything so that I, it stops here. And who, you know, if, if I ever have children, they're not passed down. Do you resonate with that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there is definitely. That's the thing about energetic traumas is they can come from so many different ways. So we think we've healed it because we focused on one part, but 
boom, now we've got our entire motherland coming down and boom, now we've got this coming in and, and all the other stuff. So even though I'm just focusing on the past life stuff right now, I've already done healing work through my mother's line. I've done, it mm. is such a heavy process and everything, but it is, I, from my own personal experiences of working for people, very effective. I had one lady who was completely infertile and had very painful cramps for her periods. I did some work on her, cleared a past life trauma that she had, and now she barely feels her periods and she thinks she can conceive. She hasn't tried, but she thinks she can. Um, And then I worked with another lady that had PCOS. Again, very, very painful periods and everything. Uh, We dove in there, took a look around her womb and figured out that she too was carrying a past life trauma. Um, And the past life traumas can come up in so many different ways. Because like for one of the my clients that I've worked for, that one, she did better too after we cleared it away. But so like one person's trauma was because back in the Victorian area era, they were a gay man that had to break their mother's heart as they left because it was not accepted back in that time. Another person was dealing with the fact that they had been, had received a forced abortion from somebody who didn't want them to be pregnant, but accidentally got them pregnant way back decades ago and everything. So it's, it's terrifying sometimes when you enter someone's womb space and you see what the womb has been holding and the womb holds these things because Mm. it's trying to protect us, right? It's trying to be like, well, I don't want you to remember this horrible trauma. I don't want you to remember this pain we went through. So I'll just wrap it up and I'll hold it and I'll protect you so that you can continue on with your life and be loved. And instead it slowly destroys itself and actually hurts us in the process. So that's why womb clearings are so, so important, especially if you are dealing with any of these um, cycle-based problems, your womb is probably trying to protect you and accidentally hurting you in the process. I 100% agree. I, I it, you know, I'm, I'm always somebody that there's a root cause for everything. There's a yeah. root cause for everything. You know, it's come from somewhere, you know, people talk about back pain or neck pain. I'm like, there's a root cause to that. There's something underlying. <laughs> it's not, you know, and <laughs> it's so true. And this, and exactly right with, you know, whatever um, condition that we are uh, sort of dealing with in that womb space, whether it be endo, whether it be PCOS, PM, PMDD, it's got to be coming somewhere from mama or past lives or something. And my, yeah. my, my Cairo, um, uh, which I call magic hands, <laughs> you know, I like, uh, he's, he's always saying, he's like, it happened at when you were conceived, everything, yeah. all this stuff has happened. It's not even, you know, because there were some things that happened whilst I was in the belly, et cetera, but he's like, it happened you know, as soon as you conceived and all of, and you've just carried all this stuff from all these other lifetimes. I'm like, oh my goodness, there is so much more work to be done. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, a lot of this too comes through the soul contracts we signed before we came to earth. If you believe in like your soul has been here several times, like, I mean, we're talking about past lives. So yeah, mm. you believe in that already. But like every time we come to earth, every time we incarnate, we sign a soul contract agreeing to live out certain lessons, clear certain things from our soul and to move forward and progress and ascend here. And so in our soul contracts, some of us may have signed that, oh, yeah, I'll clear away this. I'll take care of this, this go around. And, and now we're dealing with it and we're not happy with it, but it's going to protect us from having to go through it again in the next life. And it helps us to fulfill 
um, this mission that we came to Earth for mm. in a new and different way that our body, our soul has never made our body deal with before. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. Like you're like, yeah, you get this. This is a woo-woo. So for me, like I have this appreciation for past lives. I have appreciation for this womb clearing. I haven't, I haven't dived deep into it yet. I know it's coming because it keeps yeah. knocking. <laughs> the universe, yeah, the universe is knocking its door and, you know, and that's how I had that astrology session that I was talking about earlier. Um, and what a really, there was so many things that came out of it, but what a beautiful practice that I was given after that, because after talking about um, you know, having PMDD and sort of diving deep into my mum's trauma. Um, he, he, it was really beautiful. He said, every night for the next 30 days, place your hands and your arms around your womb and just send mm-hmm. it lots of love whilst, like whilst you're falling asleep. Yeah. And I know that that's a very simple, <laughs> very basic, well, I guess it's very simple and basic practice, but it's really lovely. Like instead of, you know, just going to hitting my, you know, head on the pillow and be like, oh, okay, let's see if I, how, how quick am I going to get to sleep and blah, 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 blah. I just go into this beautiful loving space um, before and I've managed to remember um, the past three nights, which I'm very excited about. And already I'm like, it's just puts, like I, I, I wake up in a loving space. I always believe yeah. that the way that you go to sleep is how you how you sort of wake up. So I'd love for you to share. I know I, I know that you said that you were doing some like healing practices. Can you give us like some examples of maybe just some simple practical things that you're doing um, to share with listeners? Well, I mean, I highly encourage everyone to do what you're doing because (laughs) like the power of intention, I don't think people realize that the entire universe is creative intention. So if you're intending to send loving energy to your womb, your womb's receiving love. That's Mm. that's happening. Your womb's consciousness is knowing that it is loved and it is accepted. And that spreads back out to you. Um, So, I mean, obviously your womb is very close proximity to you. (laughs) So as it's radiating love, you're absorbing that too. So by giving it love, it's like the symbiotic relationship of taking care of each other. That was actually a very big thing with my womb space once I finally started going and exploring it. And I started asking it like, okay, why am I dealing with this right now? And it told me because all this life you've ignored me. And it's true. I was the tomboy, you know, I wanted to run around with the boys and hang out and play rough and everything. I didn't want to be girly and didn't want to do anything like that. So I had really neglected myself as a female from the moment I was born. Um, So it just wanted me to pay attention to it. And it's like, well, gosh, if I had thought about that sooner, maybe I wouldn't have PMDD right now. (laughs) But oh, well. Um, but so, yeah, a couple tips, definitely set the intention to send your womb a lot of love. Give yourself that moment of awareness just to kind of connect with your womb space and send thoughts down to it that, hey, I love you, I accept you, and I am grateful for you. Something as small as that can begin to open up the connection between you and your womb space, which will give you more guidance as time goes on. Um Another thing I highly recommend to do for well everybody, but especially for us who are having cycle-based problems, whether it be endo or PCOS or PMDD, whatever it is, even if you just have PMS, um, is to go spend time in nature, but mm. actually to connect with Mother Earth. Because Mother Earth, you know, she's 
the largest womb, you know, Mm. she's got it all. She's been through all this. She understands and she's ready to mother us and support us and help to heal these mothering pains. Um, And so by going out and sitting down on the ground barefoot and just like picturing yourself pushing your roots imagine roots growing out of your body and pushing down through the layers of the grass and the dirt past the rocks all the way down to the core of the earth and allow it to just wrap around the core of the earth and you can picture the core of the earth as a beautiful crystal to just wrap your roots around and just accept the love and the healing and the support that mother earth has to give and then plus being outside is just so good for our mental space and where PMDD has so many mental side effects for us, being able to get outside in nature and clear your head and let the sun charge mm. you or the moon clear you, whichever time you're going out, allowing yourself to just sit there and focus on the sound of the leaves rustling, of the world turning, of life just going forward. Mm. It really puts you back into perspective and an amazing mind space. Like, I can't even tell you how many times I pretty much saved myself just because I went outside Mm. and sat down for 10 minutes. It doesn't even need to be like, oh, I I don't have hours to go be outside. It doesn't need to be hours. It could be two, three minutes. But that's two, three minutes to yourself where you're connecting with Mother Earth, asking her for her support, sending her love to, and allowing the wor- the universe itself to calm you and just wash over you. Um, and my last tip that I recommend is to find a soul connection that brings you comfort. Mm-hmm. This could be a person. This could be a place. This could be a pet. Um, My personal soul connection is I have a horse named Miracle. She Mm. knows me better than anyone else. And if I'm feeling really bad, she will come and she will place her head against my chest and be like, here, let me just make you feel better for a while. And I've seen other people have the support from like a dog or from a cat. I've had people have the support from like their best friend or from their partner. Just allow yourself one person who makes you feel so much better that just set it in your mind now, I will not feel guilty for going at this person or this place or this animal. I am not going to let myself feel any guilt, no matter what's going through my head at the time, because I feel better. And when I feel better, I can be better for the people around me. And just don't feel guilty about it. There's no shame in needing support and going to somebody and being like, Hey, I just need you to hug me for a minute. Can you (laughs) hug me for a minute? Like there's no shame in that whatsoever especially when you're feeling bad. Oh, hugs. And also like just extended hug, hugs, you know, like, you know, you've got that, oh, there's a hug, but then that, that beautiful, (laughs) that goes just for that little bit longer. And suddenly you can really feel like the two souls really connecting. I'm pretty sure. I think I read a statistic somewhere that I think it's like either 45 or 60 seconds before um, the endorphins start releasing from physical touch. So if somebody could hug you even for a minute and you guys could even count it out up to 60 seconds, Mm. like you're going to feel so much better just allowing yourself to have that physical touch and that comfort because we as humans are way more like animals than a lot of people like to think that we are, Mm. you know, a lot of animals like to be in herds. They like to be connected to others that are like them because that brings them comfort. That brings them safety. 
And um, we as humans are that way too. So when we can go be around people that we feel safe with, and when we can physically touch them, our bodies respond very, very positively to that. Mm. Oh, I so agree <laughs> with all of these. Like I had my eyes closed whilst you were chatting because I was like, oh, yes, yes. And, you know, it's only it's only been one other episode, I think, up until now that we've actually started speaking about the the womb space. And I, I just now can just feel that we're going to be speaking a lot more about it in upcoming episodes. I think we need to dive um, and we just need to speak more about it, I think. And now yeah. I, and I, and I suspect because I've been given a task <laughs> to, you know, send loving thoughts to my womb. This is the reason why, and this is the reason why we're having this conversation now. Um, and also the tip with, I mean, it, now it's been countless times over uh, these sessions now that people are talking about getting out in nature, um, you know, mm. and just oh, the sun on the face. And actually, I listened to a podcast this morning. It was really beautiful. This lady spoke about um, getting out in nature too, but she was talking about how her and her partner go for these beautiful walks along the beach um, at nighttime. So getting the yeah. moon energy and getting the star energy. I mean, I go to bed so early that I don't even think <laughs> I, I, this thought process. I was like, you know what? And it's funny. I actually do have. Have a uh, have a walking date with a friend tonight, and I'm like, oh, I, I want to stay out that little bit longer to get yeah. this moon energy. It's actually full moon coming up. Yes, it is. Oh. Yes, we have a full moon coming up on Monday, and yes. it's full moon in Pisces. And Pisces is all about emotional balance. Which what is better for PMDD <laughs> than emotional balance? Yes, it's be an amazing full moon for that. It is. It is. It's. Oh, I just got goosebumps. I just got goosebumps <laughs> because I. I have a very. Um, I have a very big thing at the moment to let go, and I in here in the Gold Coast in Australia, it's. Um, I. I, I actually looked it up. The full moon, and it's going to be at nine thirty-five a.m. on Tuesday morning over yeah. here in Australia, and I'm going to do a bit of a letting go, um, ceremony with the with the with the moon, and then I'll be doing a moon ceremony with, with a women's circle. Um, yeah, for the moment. And I'm like, oh, something big's happening. And I, and, and again, I, I don't dive deep into this. I don't know what the Pisces and what you were talking about before, yeah. but I, you know, like I didn't sleep well last night and I'm like, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> I'm like I, I, <laughs> I'm a good sleeper like I at the moment I'm I'm really getting my seven to eight hours and sleeping all the way through and last night I was like mm, mm, no and I had to just be very kind to myself I'm like you know what's coming you know yep. what's coming girlfriend so just just be kind <laughs> to yourself and don't get angry that you're not sleeping it's gonna be okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> And so, so for mm. anybody who wants to start working with the moon, because the moon is our most powerful, like, ally when it comes to outside of the earth for our cycles, because the moon is in cycles too. The moon is very much tied to women and the divine feminine energy um, and those who identify as women as well just that divine feminine energy and everything. So if you want to begin working with the moon, just know that like, if you miss the day of the moon, there is usually three days of moon energy in that mm-hmm. cycle. So like if you, if the full moon starts on Monday, you could do something on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday to still catch that full moon energy, just so you guys know. So don't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to have time Monday. That means I'm totally going to miss the opportunity to do this ritual. No, nope, baby girl, you are good. You can do it. It is fine. 
Um, the full moon is perfect for releasing. Yes, absolutely. Um, because the full moon is at its peak and what it's going to do is it's going to start releasing to start its mm-hmm. next cycle. So you can match the moon and be like, okay, I too am releasing now. And um, you can do that in so many ways. Either you can picture just the stuff melting out of your body, everything that's no longer serving you. You can allow yourself to breathe it out. Or one of my favorites, because I love fire. It's just who mm-hmm. I am. Um, <laughs> you can write everything down on a piece of paper and you can burn it under okay. the full moon. Yes. And that is so powerful. So good. <laughs> My arms just, I just like was just fist pumping. That's exactly what I'm doing on Tuesday morning. And I'm just, I'm, so I'm good. Perfect. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm nervous, obviously, because this is a big mm-hmm. thing to let go. But oh, I just It'll know it's time. I know it's time. Yeah. Um, you know, whilst we're talking about the moon, so just so we're just so we're clear. So for the full moon, we're releasing, right? Yes, we are. Okay. So when it comes to the new moon which happens it's like two weeks later am I right yes it's a there's a four-week cycle pretty well roughly um well not four-week cycle yeah four-week cycle between new moons kind of thing so two weeks basically to get to the full moon and then two weeks to get back down to the new moon so that's why you see similar to our cycles right (laughs) exactly that's why women were women actually used to be in tune with the moon before more garbage kind of built up mm, <laughs> over time. Mm, mm, totally. Oh, well, I'm, I'm surrounded by women at the moment that are all in tune because they're so, yeah. you know, they're, they're in that space. I'm like, whoa, that's I've so I've seen a cool. lot more women starting to fall in line with the moon cycles too, which is good because that means there's a big divine feminine energy awakening happening. And a lot of mm. people are actually starting to get more in touch with it. So that is such a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but when it comes to the new moon, what you're going to want to do is because, so the new moon is at its emptiest point. There is nothing in the moon at a new moon. So it needs to start growing again. Right. So at the new moon is when we want to plant our seeds of intention. So what do you want to create? What do you want to bring to life? What do you want in your life? That is when you plant those seeds of intention and you allow them to grow with the energy of the moon. And then you release anything that's keeping you from that thing that you want and you allow that to go away as it goes back down from the full to the new moon. I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) No, because this is like, they're the first time that I've actually, you know, got excited about, I know about the full moon and I know about the new moon and I kind of, yeah, it's happening and yeah, but I've never actually done the the proper work with the moon before. And I now I, I honestly, I didn't realize our conversation was going to go this way. And it's it's just a pure um, reminder and the universe saying to me, like, girl, it's time. It's, it's time. time. <laughs> it's time. Oh, my goodness. This has just been such an amazing conversation. I am, I'm, I am truly blessed. This is already set. I mean, it's, it's morning here in Australia and it's, um, it's really just set me up for the day. So I'm, I'm so, I'm no, I honestly am so grateful um, for your wisdom, your knowledge. And I, I, I just firstly want to say, um, you know, I, I'll be thinking of you over this time. I, I truly hope that, um, you know, we get some, um, some progress for where you are at. Um, so if, if anyone out there, actually, no, first of all, I'm going to ask the question. 
because I do I, with anyone that is that has been diagnosed with PMDD. I like to ask this question because it's you know it, we we end on a on a positive note, and that yeah. is what are the positives that have come out of being diagnosed with PMDD? Um, I think the biggest positive for me was actually finally pay attention, paying attention to my womb for the very first time. Um, mm-hmm. Finally, allowing myself to connect with that side of me allowing myself to connect with my divine feminine energy and to really just be like, you know what? I am this person. I carry this energy. I am a woman and I'm very proud of that. And so really moving forward into that energy was probably one of the biggest positives for me. Um, Another thing that was really positive for me is um, it made me pay more attention to like my personal care like nutritionally, because like, Mm. I I was the type of person that could just live off of potatoes, which (laughs) is not good. (laughs) So um, ever since I've been diagnosed, and I really started doing research on like, I always wanted to be that person that ate healthy and stuff, but I never really had a reason to. So this has Mm. really kicked me over into that level of like, hey, you know, I am important. I am worthy of this. Feeling good is worth this extra Mm. time, this extra efforts. And that's poured over into many different areas of my life afterwards. It was the reason I finally went and started getting um, therapy post dealing with all of the ex-boyfriend abuse stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. after moving away from that, I kind of fell away from therapy and it kind of helped me get back to that again so I can be my best version of myself. Um, so it just kind of made me refocus on myself and realize that taking care of myself was not a selfish thing. Like I thought it was, but rather Mm -hmm. something that allows me to show up better for other people and support other people and actually live out my life's mission. Oh, I got goosebumps. It's such a beautiful, (laughs) ah, such a beautiful way to finish. Oh, Lexi, how can people find you? How can they find you if they want to connect with you? If you guys want to connect with me, you guys can either connect with me on Instagram at i.am. And my name, Lexi Enter, L-E-X-I-E-N-D-T-E-R. So you guys can connect with me on Instagram. I'd love to see you all around. And then you guys could also check out my website, which is, again, just my name, Lexi Enter, E-N-D-T-E-R.com. Perfect. And of course, I will pop that all in the show notes so that people can um, have quick access to you. Lexi, what an absolute pleasure. Honestly, what an absolute pleasure. I already can feel that I'm going to have you on again. We're going to talk about something specific or something in the future. So um, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm, I, I just have so much gratitude for you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And if you ever wanted me to come back and actually do a guided womb journey where Mm. your listeners could go to their womb space while listening to the podcast, I would love to do that for you guys and allow you to actually connect with your womb space in person too. Oh, wow. Yes. (laughs) I think it'd be fun. (laughs) Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to hold you to that. That sounds amazing. I am all in. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to everyone listening. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please ensure that you like, subscribe, follow, or whatever it is that you need to do to keep up to date with new episodes 
on your podcast listening platform. If you would like to get in touch with me, please email me at the PMDD podcast at gmail.com. Please make sure that you follow our new home on Instagram, which is at the underscore PMDD podcast. Thank you so much again. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Much love.